now on Radio Italia Uno, it's time to change the world with Matt McQuinley. The energy, the faith, the devotion which we bring to this endeavor will light our country and all who serve it. And the glow from that fire can truly light the world. We focus on changing the world for the better by taking personal responsibility, canceling cancel culture, discussing and listening to each other on topics like leadership, cultural trends, business, history, and more. Not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Right now on Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM. Hello, and welcome to Change the World with Matt McQuinley. We have a fabulous guest today. We have in our studio Sava Politis, who is a master NLP practitioner, hypnotherapist, and timeline specialist, as well as personal development and relationship coach, who focuses on helping people, as he puts it, connect with themselves. Our focus on the show is to do our best to help change the world for the better. Sava Politis believes in this as well and believes it starts with the person in the mirror. Sava, welcome to the show. Please tell us a little bit about yourself, your background, and what your mission is and your focus is with your coaching. Matt, hello, thank you, and hello, beautiful people. Yes, my journey uh, commenced 48 years ago here in Adelaide, and uh, the eldest child to Greek background family, and growing up as a child, I loved um, making people laugh. I was the the birth of the people pleaser, and um, I was I was constantly searching for for happiness. Um, and then, as I grew older, my teenagehood, and um, yeah, my school life. I, I I felt that I had no direction, and then I met the love of my life. And as the blueprint goes, you uh, you fall in love, and you know what it's like, Matt. You fall in love, and everything is all rosy, and you get married, and you start a family. And um, at the age of well, by the age of uh, thirty, I was the father of three children, three beautiful children. Who are now one is twenty three, other one is twenty, and the youngest is eighteen, mm. and they are my blessings and miracles, and but there was something something wasn't right, I wasn't happy, and I was searching for again answers outside of myself. I was searching for how can. How can I? How can I make myself happy? How, what is it that I want? What is it that I need? But I was lost. And then one day uh, in November 2017, I woke up. It was a Saturday morning. I looked at myself in the mirror, and Matt, I absolutely hated what I saw, and I hated what I felt. I felt lost. I felt lonely. I felt scared. I was angry. I was frustrated. All of the above, and I collapsed to the floor. I was the only person in the world that existed that morning. But something happened. I I prayed, and I asked for help. And this thing called the Spirit, your will 
lifted me up. I regained my posture. I looked at myself in the mirror. And that was the day that I needed to change my life. And the person that's responsible for that was looking straight back at me. It was me. So I started researching about the mind, body and soul, the physical, mental, emotional and spiritual part of the, the being, life. And, you know, researching. And then I was introduced to my mentor, um, who I've never met, who is no longer with us. His name is Dr. Wayne Dyer. And I read his book, Wishes Fulfilled. And I'm not much of a person that reads books, Matt. So <laughs> um, it probably took me a little while to read it, but I read it. And I started uh, with technology that we're blessed with uh, today or even back then, YouTube and all that. Um, listening to his speeches, his motivational speeches, I just resonated with him. And things started to change. And then five months later... Um, my marriage wasn't healthy um, and again I wasn't taking responsibility as the man because for say 25 to 27 years of my life I didn't feel like a man I didn't feel like a husband and I didn't feel like a father but I know now that to feel like a man to actually be a man to be the leader of yourself that is, that is paramount because if you can't do that, how can you be a, a husband, a partner, a lover, a father, a brother, a son, all of the above? So in March 2018, um, my world dropped again when the love of my life um, was diagnosed with um, a disease. And I got really angry. I got really angry at our creator and I I just lost total control. And then um, fast pacing, uh, the marriage wasn't going well and I was scared. I was I was I was the, again the only person in this world. I couldn't reach out to anyone. I didn't want to reach out to anyone. I was embarrassed. Uh, I wasn't confident. I had no self-esteem, no self-worth. I wasn't happy. Um, you know, what was behind the smile? So I say to a lot of people, uh, growing up, you know, Jerry Lewis, Abba Costello, um, Robin Williams, yes, they make you laugh. They do all the jokes. Who's on first? What's on second? I don't know. Third base, yo, we get it. Great. But when the curtain drops... And it's just you. Who are you? And I didn't know who I was. And uh, yeah, the, unfortunately, the marriage ended, um, and I I spiraled down again um, to my rock bottom. But on the twenty fourth of March two thousand and eighteen, I was told to go to the water there's something about water with me and um, I went to this place called Grange Beach <laughs> which I call home and there my life changed I now know that 
walkway 39 is my entrance to my home. When I looked down, and back then I had sore neck, I looked down and I saw the footprints in the sand and out loud I said, wow, there's a lot of footprints in the sand. I wonder how many stories are behind this. But I needed to look up because in front of me was my vision. I never had a vision. I never had a goal. My former wife, my family, everyone was was looking for that leadership. And then as I approached, uh, very emotional, as I approached the beach, the shoreline, the energy line, I stood there. And I now know, through my faith, that there is a beginning and no end. There is a beginning and no end to the belief that we have in ourselves. There is no destination. It just life keeps going. On the right side of you is your masculine and on the left side of you is your feminine. I was told that to move forward in life, you need to let go of the past. This 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 resentment, this this bitterness, this anger, this frustration, the jealousy, all of the above all of the negative traits, or as what I call the poison, you need to let go of it. And it is a daily process because you need to build a bridge, which I call Grange Jetty. You need to build a bridge and you need to maintain that bridge daily. All the nuts, the bolts, the wires, the wood, everything, paint, everything. I am responsible for that, no one else. And as the tide comes in and goes out, And the deep waters, you have to trust. You have to trust in God. You have to trust yourself. And you have to trust the process or what I call life. Yeah. Just just real quick, I want to underline something you were saying there before. Um, When you talked about uh, never having a vision in your life, Mm -hmm. I I do read – I I would like your feedback on this. I, I read years ago that almost the number one cause of depression in men is lack of purpose, feeling like they don't have a direction. In fact, I remember reading once that all 12 of the men who walked on the moon, every single one of them, within weeks of returning from the moon, suffered severe depression because they accomplished their goal – and you would think these men would be the most proud guys in the world. I mean, mm-hmm. they're international heroes, if not national heroes. They'd done something that 12 out of several billion people – they're the only 12 out of several billion people that have accomplished this. But they were just de- completely down in the dumps, completely severely depressed. And the reason why is because they'd accomplished their objective and they were struggling with what's next. So why don't you? T- so is that something that you help people with in your in your um, uh, practice or coaching business? Absolutely. Where, h- how do you help people uh, come up with their vision here in, in a minute or two? Yep. And uh, yeah, if you could expand on that for us, that would be great. Yes. No, thank you, Matt. So everything starts with a thought. Everything starts with a thought. Um, we were given two gifts in life, our imagination and our heart. And with that thought, as I look at this pen, someone had an idea. We don't know how many times they tried to make this, 
how many how much money they spent on it, everything, how much time, energy, all of the above. But it was they had the passion, or as I call the spark, that's deep within your heart. And it's it's as a coach, it's my passion to work with you know people's um, thinking and perception of their world, of the world, and allowing them to be to courageous courageously transform, allowing them to you know see things clearer and not not focus on what's outside of them but actually what's inside so you know telling a a 45 year old man close your eyes put your hand on your heart focus on your breathing and listen to your heart listen to your rhythm what is it telling you now you say that in a front bar somewhere, or a thing, you know, they get, you know, you know the response I'm going to get. But yeah. <laughs> why not? Why not? This thing called passion, or as I call it, spark. It's what, it's what it should. It has to get you up in the morning. Mm-hmm. It's what drives you. And isn't it great when you can sit here and go, you know what, Matt? If you told me three years ago that I'll be sitting here in a studio. I'll be like, nah, no way. Mm. That's life. Mm. Wow. That's a, that's a great point. And, and we're going to talk a little bit more about changing paradigms and, and our perceptions and how that can help us uh, accomplish our goals and improve our lives in just a little bit. As your parents get older, at some stage, it's likely they'll need your help. At Southern Cross Care, we'd love to help you help them. Our wide range of quality home care services are designed to take care of mum and dad, their health, home and even garden. We're compassionate, capable, police checked and proudly South Australian. If you want the best home care for your parents, call 1800 852 772 or visit southerncrosscare.com.au. That's it. Vuoi promuovere la tua attività? Vuoi aumentare il tuo volume di affari? Non sai a chi rivolgerti? Chiama Radio Italia 1. Il nostro staff commerciale è a disposizione per ogni informazione o preventivo personalizzato. Chiama all'82 1231 Radio Italia 1. E anche tu sarai un numero 1. mercoledì dalle 2 alle 5 non ci manca niente ci avevo qua, ci avevo là ci avevo su, ci avevo giù ci avevo tutto quello che vuoi tu Looking for a new coffee machine for your home or workplace? Look no further than Fine Choice Coffee Solutions, your experts in all things coffee. Why not come in for a chat and a special coffee tasting? You'll find us at 264 Gilbert Street in the city. Mention Radio Italia Uno and you will receive a free 250-gram bag of freshly roasted coffee beans. You can also shop online at www.fccoffee.com.au where you'll find our large range of premium roasted coffee beans, coffee machines, accessories, hot chocolates, teas and lots, lots more. I'm Danielle from Fine Choice Coffee Solutions, your one-stop shop for all things caffeine. Radio Italia Uno You're listening to Change the World with Matt McQuinley on Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM. 
Hello, and welcome back to Change the World with Matt McQuinley. We're here with Sava Politis. Uh, he's a personal development relationship coach, and you can hear more about uh, Sava and how he can help people out on his website, which is... Uh, savapolitis.com.au that's s-a-v-a-p-o-l-i-t-i-s.com.au and uh, in the last session we were talking a little bit about uh, perception is reality and and the importance of changing one's paradigm uh, to accomplish their life goals and and to help themselves be happy so can you talk a little bit about how you would do that working with somebody and how somebody can do that for themselves Yes. Um, so through um, NLP techniques, uh, body language, you know, we've got a, the best way to describe it is to explain it. Sorry, is it's like we've all got our own program, and it started from birth. And you know, the role models that we've had, things we see on TV, what we've been told by our teachers, parents, uncles, aunties, all of the above, the world that we live in. Um, at one point in the life, it served the highest, highest of purpose for you. So when someone, for example, comes in and says, Hi, Sava, how are you? I'm, I'm really frustrated. I've had six, six girlfriends in the last 10 years. I, can't, I don't trust them anymore. Trust, trust, trust. So there's ways of talking to them and a thing called reframing, just simple techniques. But you look at the body language because the body doesn't lie. And with the trust, it's like, so what is it about them they don't trust? And there's simple sentences, words that you can use, and all of a sudden, um, it opens up avenues in their room, in their world. So they've got their foundation. You can visualize the foundation. They've got different rooms everywhere. And they're different sizes, all that sort of stuff. And it's the way you speak and it's the way they respond to that. I, I do believe that uh, what you put out, I mean, not always, but mm -hmm. what you put out and what you expect is what you get back. What's your, what's your point of view on that? I mean, if you treat somebody like you don't trust them. Oh look! Then, then they're going to act untrustworthy. I mean, that's not the only thing. I mean, mm. I mean, you're, you, you yeah, know, yeah. You're, I mean, but I, I think you're more likely to create issues if you mm. expect to have issues. Absolutely, but um, you are responsible for you. How can I? How can I show you or be kind to you, or be grateful to you if I'm not kind or grateful for myself? How can I give love if I'm not loving myself? How can I be patient with with others or the world if I'm not patient with my patient with myself? Um, so it's it's what do you have inside of you? What so I've got this saying that I, I, for me it's like shining the torch in the client's world and allowing them to obtain the insights to make the necessary changes for themselves, not for their son, daughter, boss, neighbor, it's for themselves. Because as I said, the most important person in this world is the same person you see every morning and every night. Hopefully everyone brushes their teeth when you look at yourself in the mirror. That's it. Okay. Yeah. 
I'd like to talk. I mean, you work with a lot of men, and obviously you're a male yourself. So yes, you, I am. <laughs> yeah. So and I'm quite a manly man, I must Hello. say. Okay, I've got my Movember. Yeah, <laughs> yep. You got my caterpillar. Mo- you got your Movember there. Yeah. And uh, but I want to talk to you a little bit about the fact that men are struggling worldwide. I mm. mean, I know that. Uh, you know, I was reading recently that um, about a third of men. I think it's was in men's health. Uh, about a third of men feel lonely, you know, and uh, one in eight men in Australia suffer from depression. Mm. Um, I was reading somewhere else, and one out of five men suffer from anxiety at some point during their lives. I mean, and men are twice as likely to abuse substances as women. So, and I was also reading that that every day in Australia, six men kill themselves. Mm. But only two women, which, I mean, only, I shouldn't say that. I mean, two is too many. You know, two is too, too many. But but the reality is men kill themselves three times as much as women, and their um, suicides are not based as much on mental illness as women's are. They're based on their reaction to the world around them, not feeling like they have a purpose, uh, you know, upset because their marriage broke down or uh, they lost their job or financial problems. So it's more of a response to the world around them than an actual uh, medical problem. So there's just a lot of problems with men, I mean, that our grandfathers didn't have. No. So um, what do you think about that? What's your feeling there? And what, what do you think can be done about that? And, well, I, I mean, maybe that was too much at once. But no, what? no, thank you, Matt. I put my hand up because when I was going through my darkness, it was my faith. Um, it was my love, my hope, and my forgiveness that I build daily for myself and what I install in, with others that is their inner peace. So Einstein's got E equals MC squared – my formula is faith plus love plus hope plus forgiveness equals inner peace. But you don't go to the gym and do it once. You don't wash your car once. You know, it's a daily thing. Mm. And so that there reminds are men- me. I'm sorry. Yeah. I didn't mean to it reminds me of something Zig Ziglar said. He's one of your favorites. I know mm-hmm. you've said that before. He says, uh, motivation isn't permanent. No. But neither is bathing. <laughs> that doesn't mean he discourages bathing. He hi- Actually, in that Zig voice of his, he goes, I highly encourage it. You do that very well, Yeah, Matt. thank you. <laughs> thank you very much. But anyway, I didn't mean to stop no, your no, flow there. So, so with, yeah, with the men, um, you know, f- for me, so from the 20, so the 20 to 30-year-old that, you know, there are men out there that don't have a, didn't have a strong role model growing up, mm-hmm. and they feel unsupported and directionless, and and they want to take responsibility, or some of them don't think they need to take responsibility. And all of a sudden, now, what you're telling me, I'm going to be a father, mm. and I've got to be the breadwinner because my partner or my wife has to stop working, and you know, all this weight gets on the shoulder, and people change. Mm. And then there's the men that are 35 to 50 year olds that that are struggling with balance. They're workaholics. They're they're trying to do everything. You know, like I said before, they've, they've lost their identity of the man, the father, the husband. Um, and then then there's also the separated fathers, the ones that have got all this anger, resentment. Um, there's this poison that they feel powerless. So for me. 
um, in one of my programs, the Lionheart program, it's helping men redefine their masculinity. Mm. And as a result, they're finding joy and adding value in their life. And when they do that, it's reciprocated outward. You have a choice of making yourself happy. So it's a bit like uh, on the airplane, fit your own mask first. That's it. And then help the person next to you. So, Absolutely. Um, and what I'm hearing you say is, uh, this is what I'm hearing, tell me if I'm wrong, okay, mm-hmm. uh, is that you need to be uh, focused on improving yourself so you can be what I call of service to others. You've got to be constantly working on improving yourself, getting your own head straight, your own uh, self-balanced so you can provide the leadership for your family and loved ones that uh, that you they deserve and that you want to give. So um, we're going to uh, – I, I just thought that was a great point. Uh, we're going to come back to that here in a little bit and, and talk a little bit more about some of the struggles that men are having uh, real quick. Radio Italia 1 Radio Italia 1 Scarica la nostra app aggiornata sul telefonino o tablet Radio Italia 1, sempre di più Seguici anche sulla nostra pagina Facebook ed Instagram Ora più che mai, l'assistenza che le famiglie conoscono e di cui si fidano è qui per te, a bene Con i nostri servizi di assistenza domiciliare, i tuoi cari diventano nostri. Offriamo servizi di supporto sociale e assistenza per fare la spesa ed Andrea si è sentito completamente a suo agio. Il personale è stato fantastico fornendomi supporto sociale a casa. Bene, fornisce servizi per mantenere uno stile di vita attivo e di benessere, assistenza domiciliare o residenziale agli anziani, con rispetto e calore, con bene, sei in famiglia. Chiamaci all'81 31 2000 o visitaci su bene.org.au Foodland's proudly owned by South Australian families like mine. Our stores are our second home and just like home, we want you to feel safe and looked after when you visit. Thankfully, our customers have always acted like mighty South Aussies when shopping with us, which, by the way, supports all the local family-owned brands who produce the essentials you find on our shelves. Great families, great locals and great food lives here. Radio Italia 1 You're listening to Change the World with Matt McQuinley on Radio Italia Uno 87.6 FM. Hello, we're back with Sava Politis, who's a personal development and relationship coach. Uh, if you've been listening to us, you might be interested in utilizing Sava's deep uh, knowledge. And you can learn more about the, the work that he does on his website, which is? Uh, www.savapolitis.com.au. That's spelled S-A-V-A-P-O-L-I-T-I-S.com.au. Is there like a contact us part of your website? Yes, that they, there okay, is. Great. There's a contact. Yep. All absolutely. right. Awesome. Uh, in the last session, we were talking a little bit about some of the challenges that uh, men of today are facing versus the challenge uh, that our grandfathers didn't have. And um, one of the things is uh, that we were talking about or kind of alluding to a little bit is this idea that that men aren't uh, – they're a little bit lost in their role and you know they've been perceived – in popular culture, like on television and things like this, as is, is kind of uh, 
the the nice clueless guy mm. you know who who mom is coming in and save like if you watch all the sitcoms for the last 20 30 40 years they're all uh you know kind of working around the dad to get stuff fixed um and i think that's lowered a lot of men's self-esteem and making them wonder gosh where do i fit in what am i supposed to be doing i mean what what do you think about that yeah look again it all comes down to what they see and feel when they look at themselves in the mirror. When it's just them, the man, who are they? What is it about them? And as as a father, it's you've, you've got a responsibility and a duty. Um, you've got your, your young kids, they're sponges, and they see everything that you do. So... You know, I said before, you have a choice. And sure, you know, I'm not saying I'm I'm perfect and I don't get angry. <laughs> Absolutely, I do. But, you know, you've got you to take a moment and think, who do I want to be? So as I said, Wayne Dyer's got this thing that I, I absolutely am passionate about is when you buy an orange and you squeeze it, you get orange juice. So... My objective for me is that when you're with me or you hug me, it's the orange juice is kindness, is gratitude, is passion, is compassion. It's not anger. It's not jealousy. It's not rage. And if it is, it's my lesson. It's my learning. What is it teaching me about me? And there's a little story that i um, just quickly like to say that, you know, uh, many, many years ago... Um, I was at a, uh, uh, an event and there was a young father there and, you know, all the boys sit around and and talk and this guy did a fantastic speech on how he would travel the whole world to, to do anything for his wife and his young child and, you know, he would move mountains and yada, yada, yada. And, like, honestly, I was ready to get up and give him an Academy Award. It was beautiful. And then... 20 minutes later, his his wife walked in and said, can you please change our son's nappy? And he's like, ooh, no, ooh, I can't do that. I'll do anything but that. And it's like, hang on, mate. You just did this big academy. It's like, what do you... Again, so search within yourself and be true to yourself. What is it that you want, not only now, but for future generations of who you are, your world, your inner self... What world that you have inside of you do you reflect outward, not inward, outward? Mm. Mm. Going back to what we were talking about before, um, I, I, it, you know, a lot of even our younger generation of men, young men are, are struggling and, and are feeling a bit lost. Like I, I know that in the United States and we're in Australia, but I mean, Australia does follow a lot of the same trends as the United States does in Canada, New Zealand and the UK and all that. Um, we all have a lot in common. Um, <laughs> the, the, the reality is, is that I know for a fact in the United States that uh, six, since 1985, male enrollment in university has been going down every year after year after year. And now it's 60% women and 40% men. And they, they, they've said they expect in the next few years that women will outnumber men in university two to one as far as enrollment and graduation. 
So we have this generation of young men that are just throwing their hands up in the air and going, oh, it's too hard. I can't do it. I don't know where I fit in. I mean, I don't know what to do, and I'm not smart, and blah, blah, blah. And the reality is, you know, in IQ tests, men and women basically come out the same. So, I mean, how do you work with a, with a, a young man like that that really – not to say that everybody needs to go to university, mm-hmm. you know, but that is a little bit of an indicator that, mm-hmm. you know, something's wrong there. Mm. No, Matt, I, I, I don't know if you're you talking about confidence, the courage, um, a lack of direction. It's – okay, I'm in year 10 now and it's like, uh, what do I want to do? Like growing up for me, I wanted to be an accountant because I used to say that's the light at the end of the tunnel. But that's not what I really wanted to do. I did that because I wanted to please others, my family, my mother and my father. But deep down, I didn't know what I wanted to do. I was was working um, in a bottle shop I was getting good money, I was going out, I had my own car. I didn't know this thing about responsibility and all that. So if, you know, when you've got someone that's safe between that age group that comes up, the, f- the, the thing that, then, that you need to work with is get them to, to feel comfortable to actually speak their truth and not be scared to say, what they really want to say and what they really, really feel. Because it's like the jigsaw piece, the, the, the big thousand set jigsaw pieces. You don't sit there and just try and get mucky. You know, you, you've got to take one piece at a time and you've got to be patient and you have to be patient with yourself. And, you know, this age group that we're talking about, you know, the testosterone and, you know, this image, you know, good old social media, it's all about let's make sure we got more than 10,000 likes or TikTok now. But when when that's all not there, again, who are you? What makes you tick? What's deep inside your heart? What are your passions? What do you love? What do you don't, What don't you love? What are you scared of? So all these questions, and it's a part of their self-discovery, self-journey, their, their journey within themselves, and and building that confidence, and it's doing it one step at a time. Like again, you don't go to the gym once. I you know, do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't help myself. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, you know, Matt, if, Matt goes to the gym once. If you want to, if you want to be overweight, just go to the gym once. Sorry, go ahead. Um, but yeah, as I was saying, like this this role model. So they they need again what I was saying before. I love holding the torch mm. because it's pointless sitting there going, "Look, uh, little Johnny, great. Next week you got to do this, that, this, this, and that." They're not taking ownership of it. Mm. They're not taking responsibility of it. There's no passion for it. They're doing it because they just have to do it. But if you give them an incentive that's in there already, which is, as I say, it's deep, deep in their heart, or I call it the spark, that enables them to be true to themselves, to live their life now, not yesterday, not tomorrow, but today. Um, Yeah. So so what I'm hearing... And, and and tell me if I'm um, if I'm 
paraphrasing what you're saying correctly. So, so what I'm taking away from this is you got to learn to forgive yourself, you know, and but take responsibility, and that's a very liberating thing. Once you take responsibility, uh, you're you feel liberated because you're being true to yourself and your own core. Mm-hmm. Um, is that what you're saying? Yeah, absolutely. There's cool. gonna be there's gonna be faith. Mm-hmm. As I said, this formula, there's gonna be faith. You have got to have a belief. Whether you believe in God, whether you believe in 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 Buddha, Allah, or the world, the universe, then you believe in yourself. You got to believe in this world that you live in. You got to have love for this world. You got to have love for yourself because mm. if you don't have love for yourself, how is this thing called the spark, this passion, going to ignite? And how are you going to give that? to the outside world because it's mm. about giving not receiving it's, you've got to live in hope we hope every day that we go to sleep that we've got to wake up the next morning that's hope we just don't realize it and we have to forgive we have to forgive ourselves and forgive others because again that is the poison of the past and to move forward in your journey through life can you imagine bringing all the suitcases and all the chains and all the shackles from your past, whether you're 20, 40, 50, it just hurts you. That's your inner peace, being mm. true to yourself. Mm. Wise words from Sa- Sava Politis. Thank you. Uh, we're going to hear a little bit more uh, in just a little bit. Sottovoce. 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 Ogni martedì pomeriggio dalle 2.30 alle 5 in compagnia di Katia Vincenzo. Un programma di musica, interviste, curiosità e salute. E non perdetevi la mia rubrica benessere, vi aiuterà a stare meglio. Siamo la coppia più bella del mondo. Estovest, a restaurant that offers traditional Italian food that nonna would approve of. Famous for gnocchi and authentic Napoletana style pizza. And every Thursday night, you can enjoy unlimited pizza for just $25. Wonderful coffee and staff that make you feel special. Estovest, Shop 1, 111 Angus Street in the city. To book, visit their website, estovest.com.au, and click on Book Now. You'll feel like you're in Italy. Radio Italia 1 You're listening to Change the World with Matt McQuinley on Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM. Hello, and welcome back to Change the World with Matt McQuinley. I want to thank Mark Aston real quick for paneling with us for us today. And, of course, I want to thank our wonderful guest, Sava Politis, uh, for being here. But in the small amount of time we have left, please, Sava, can you tell us what the one thing you'd like us to carry away uh, from our session today? First of all, I'd like to say thank you to everybody um, for this opportunity. But, yeah, the one thing, beautiful people, we all have 86,400 seconds in the day. That's our first blessing every morning when we wake up. Know that when you look at yourself in the mirror, in the mirror that you matter. Keep believing in yourself because you are the change that you want and that you need in your life. And I truly believe... And this is the foundation of my business, that the quality of your relationship that you have with yourself determines the quality of your relationship with others and life itself. 
You can change the world by changing your inner world with faith, love, hope and forgiveness, your inner peace. Thank you very much again. Okay. Well, thank you again for being with us today. We really enjoyed it. No, thank you. And uh, if you want to learn more about Sava and his programs, you can learn about those on his website, which is? www.savapolitis.com.au, spelled S-A-V-A-P-O-L-I-T-I-S.com.au. And thank you very much to all of you for listening. Please tune in next week, Monday at 6 p.m. for Change the World with Matt McQuinley on 87.6 FM, Radio Italia Uno. And as always, I will leave you with a brief inspirational message. I want to share with you a story that I heard almost 30 years ago. The person who this story is about said something that I have thought of often in my life and has helped me in some challenging times. Years ago, a young man, 28 years old, and who recently got out of the Marine Corps, who had a pretty good job as a gripman on a cable car in San Francisco, was in a horrific motorcycle accident. He became, in his own words, a human bonfire. Everyone who saw the accident was horrified and frozen by the horror they witnessed. Except for one man, a car salesman who saw the accident from across the street, grabbed a fire extinguisher and ran across the street without looking, without thinking, without talking, without asking permission, and put him out. The young man's face was literally burned off. His fingers were all burned off. He had third-degree burns over 65% of his body. He woke up in the hospital two weeks later, and at that point, he said his doctors, quote, decided that maybe he'd live, unquote. But when they said that to him, he thought to himself, like most of us would, why bother living? Anyway, he had 15 surgeries, 10 to 12 blood transfusions, For months, his treatment never stopped. He could only sleep half an hour at a time before the next treatment or procedure. After four long months in the hospital, he was able to go home. He couldn't do anything for himself. Everything hurt. Even the wind hurt him because his skin was so sensitive. How did he respond? By feeling sorry for himself? By becoming bitter? By giving up? by saying, why me? Well, after a long and difficult recovery, he completed his training as a pilot. Then he co-founded a company with the insurance money he received called Vermont Castings. This company was later valued at $65 million US. Four and a half years later, after his motorcycle accident, he was piloting his plane on a business trip. It crashed. He was paralyzed from the waist down. How did he respond this time? I mean, come on, really? A plane crash that paralyzed him after having his face burned off, all his fingers burned off, and third-degree burns over 65% of his body? How would you respond? Did he just give up? Kill himself? Wallow in self-pity? Become a bitter recluse? Remember, after the last accident... He made himself rich. So what did he do this time? Well, first of all, he figured since his fingers were burnt off in the motorcycle accident, and now the airplane crash had left him paralyzed from the waist down, he figured he didn't need his toes anymore. 
So he had the doctor sew his toes on his hands so he could use them as fingers. What else did he do? Well, about two years after the plane crash, he became mayor of the town he lived in. As mayor, he stopped a billion-dollar corporation from building a mine because of the anticipated environmental impact. He claims that he, quote, saved the mountain, unquote. Then he became a congressional nominee for Colorado for the U.S. Congress. His slogans were, oh, yes, he can, and send me to Congress. I won't just be another pretty face. He wrote a book on his life philosophy called It's Not What Happens to You, It's What You Do About It. He became a motivational speaker, author, radio host, and television host. He said, and I've remembered this and thought about it often in the last 30 years, before I was paralyzed, there were 10,000 things I could do. Now there are 9,000. I can either dwell on the thousand I've lost or I could focus on the 9,000 I have left. He also said that if he accomplished just a few hundred of those, he would be one of the most amazing human beings who've ever lived. What do we learn from W. Mitchell? Well, one thing I take away from the story is the importance that one person can make. I'm not even thinking or talking about W. Mitchell yet. I'm talking about the car salesman who acted quickly and decisively, and without thinking, who used the fire extinguisher and saved W. Mitchell's life. That act has allowed W. Mitchell to impact thousands, if not millions of lives. Another person W. Mitchell impacted besides me and actually became friends with was a young governor from Arkansas who later became the 42nd president of the United States, William Jefferson Clinton. Bill Clinton has said on more than one occasion that there's not a week that goes by that he does not think about the words that W. Mitchell has said that I just told you. Again, we learn not to focus on the thousand things we can't do. We need to focus on the 9,000 things we can do. W. Mitchell teaches us by his words and his actions that it's not what happens to you, it's what you do about it that matters. He reminds us yet again that there are two kinds of people in the world and two kinds of people listening to this radio show. There's the kind of person who will say, why me? Poor me. My life is over. I can't go on. Why try? It can't be done. And then there's the kind who will focus on the things they can do, who will get up when they are knocked down and will not give up their dreams and their goals and will eventually become victorious, maybe beyond their wildest dreams. The question is, as always, which one are you?